Joining us on the program today, we have some representatives from Chickasha Public Schools. We have Superintendent Rick Crosland. So, Rick, thanks for coming in today. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us today. We have Pam Lademan. And, Pam, uh, tell us what uh, your position is with the district now. Executive Director of Personnel and Student Services. That's a, a long, long title. Yes, yes, and a lot to be responsible for. And we've got uh, Operations Director Dan Turner. Dan, appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having us, George. Uh, and George, yes, real fast, yes. he's the winner of the Golden Donut. So congratulations to Dan we, Turner for that. We'll get to that a little bit later. So that's a that's a cool deal. It really is. Now, so. We're very excited about it. <laughs> So, uh, Rick, here we are two weeks into the second semester already. So uh, just talk about maybe give it a recap of the first semester and how things went and uh, some things that uh, the school district got started on. Uh, the first semester flew by. Um, man, this has been a very, very fast year. Every year is faster the more they come, aren't they? The older yeah. I get, the faster they yes. go. So uh -huh. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyway, it's exciting. Yes. We're having a great year in uh, Chickasha Public Schools. Our attendance has been around, um, it's been fluctuating between 2250 and 2300. Um, that's for the whole take. district? That's right? for the whole district. High schools at 750 uh, students this year. Um, and we saw growth at almost every school uh, from coming in from the summer. Um, staffing has been good. And I'll let uh, Pam talk about staffing here in a little bit uh, where we're currently at. But uh, we're excited about our teachers. We're excited about our kids. Uh, graduations coming up very quickly for all those parents. I can see them posting on Facebook, senior year and all that. Well, it's coming up very, very quickly. And um, so they're, they're going to have an exciting second semester. But um, projects, I'm going to let Dan talk about projects. But Yeah, we, let's, uh, let's talk first about the, the, the attendance or the membership because mm -hmm. it's, it's grown pretty quite a bit over the last few It has. Years. Since uh, I, when I came here, we were about 2,000 kids. And um, so we're excited to be up 250, 300 kids. And uh, we're just continuing to grow, and we're excited about the future. And some schools are at capacity. Grand does not have an open classroom. The high school is pretty close on not having an available classroom. And um, it, it's just one thing after another. Good problems to have, mm -hmm. and we'll figure those out as we keep moving along. And uh, talk about other than graduation and some other things uh, for a second semester uh, coming up. We're getting through this cold spell this weekend. And yep. that's always tough for school districts. So one of the people always ask me about inclement weather. I do want to take a quick second about that. We look at several different factors. Um, we do monitor the local news stations, um, but we really watch the National Weather Service. And when we're looking at making a decision, we go out, we check the roads. Um, we went out on um, for the weather that we were supposed to have on Friday, uh, January the 12th. We were out at 4 in the morning driving the roads. The roads were clear and dry, um, but we want to make sure we look at all the conditions. We do look at the wind chill factors and think about our students that are at bus stops and walking to and from school. And so there are just things that we have to keep in place. We want to make sure everyone's safe. We want to make sure that we can move the fleet safely uh, to take kids to and from schools. We think about our staff and them getting their own children and being able to get to school safely. Um, so all those things are very much measured and weighed into our decisions. We will try to make a decision um, the afternoon or evening prior to a school day, if at all possible. Um, but if something appears that it possibly might move in overnight and it's questionable, we might delay that until early the next morning after we can check the roads. And you posted on your Facebook page, and I know you do kind of a mass calling to... We uh, do. We post on our uh, website, yeah. mm -hmm. post on our Facebook social media pages. Um, we also notify the local uh, radio and news stations so they can broadcast it. 
Uh, and then we try to do a mass call out so we can get everything out there and put it on our app uh, once the decision's made. So we try to be very timely, know what it's like to be parents, know what it's like to be staff members. It's just Oklahoma weather, that is not easy to predict. And you you could do distance learning now. So it used to be you just cancel school altogether. Mm-hmm. But now after uh, you've got all the uh, uh, Chromebooks and things like that, the kids mm-hmm. can take them home and yep. use them. They can, they can take class at, at home, basically. Basically, yeah. we can. And so like on uh, Friday, January the 12th, we, we are sending Chromebooks home with kids on that day uh, in preparation for if we need to go virtual for the day after MLK Day. Um, right, because you're out Monday anyway because of Martin Luther King for correct. the holiday. And so. so we're looking at those wind chills. We're looking at everything. Um, I've seen forecasts up to negative 20 wind chills. We don't want anybody out in that. So there's a chance on that day we might go virtual, so we plan ahead. And if not, bring your Chromebooks back to school, and we'll be in session. Sounds great. Pam, let's talk about some new teachers now. And we were talking to before the show about uh, – uh, let's talk about staff in general. How many certified staff do we have and – do we have a number of teachers and all that? I don't have the exact number. I'm sorry. I should have had <laughs> that with me when I came. I can tell you, though, that we've been fortunate to hire three graduates from the education department, uh, two from USAO, one from Weatherford, and they just graduated in December. We had them on, in classrooms, well, professional development, January 2nd. And then they were in classrooms on January 3rd after returning from Christmas break. And we are so excited to welcome Kelsey Duke and Colton Pennell and Hope Link. Uh, Kelsey and Colton are at Bill Wallace and Hope is at the middle school. So we were very excited to get those graduates. We've been working closely with USAO and their education department to tell them, we'll take every student teacher you have, we'll hire every student teacher you have. We don't know what position they'll be in, but we'll hire them knowing that there'll be a position for them. So trying to plan ahead to get those certified teachers up front. Good to have that relationship with the university just uh, across town. Yes. And uh, get them into the school system and, you know, maybe they'll stay here. Yes. You know, make a career out of it right here in Chickasha. So that's a... That's awesome. Um, and so are there still some teacher openings? Uh, um, no, not at this moment. Not teacher openings. We still, you know, we usually run with some, we can always use bus drivers. We can always use bus monitors, usually some custodians. Uh, but at this moment, we, are, we have all of our teaching positions filled. All right. Uh, substitutes is a big issue, I know. And uh, you've recently changed the way that you're... Uh, acquiring substitute teachers. Let's talk about that a little bit. Finding substitute teachers has been a real struggle. It's been a struggle over the last few years, but this year we had a hard time getting above 10 substitute teachers for a district, and that is just not enough. Teachers are having to absorb extra students and, and cover classes in different ways, give up their plan period to cover somebody else's class. And um, so we went and, and contracted with EduStaff. We just started with them in January. They have hired Zoe Brown, a Chickasha graduate, a longtime Chickasha resident here. And she was a recruiter at USAO recruiting students. And so now she's going to be recruiting substitute teachers for our district. And so we're excited about that partnership and relationship. And 
She will work to do the training of the substitutes. She will go out and do the recruiting of more substitutes. Since we've been back, she's brought on two additional substitute teachers, and she's got trainings line, lined up two and three times every month to, to at, keep adding to that pool. What kind of person makes a good substitute? Somebody who likes kids. Mm-hmm. That's definitely. <laughs> it's very yeah. important. Somebody yeah. who, who is patient and kind but can be very structured, who can keep things going, can be flexible, doesn't get thrown off their feet if a student asks an off-the-wall question, but um, somebody who has a heart for kids and wants a part-time job doesn't, you know, we, we even, she's going to do some recruiting trying to get um, students at USAO because sometimes all of their classes are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and they have Tuesday, Thursdays open. So if she can do any recruiting to get us some students that way, but those who have a heart for kids. Uh, retired educators always make good substitutes, right? Retired mm-hmm. educators, yes. Uh, moms and dads. Yes. Uh, just uh, what are the minimum qualifications someone has to have to be a substitute? High school diploma. Okay. Right. Or equivalent, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, and then the training is about how long? She has it set. It's for three hours, and there's some online training that goes along with it. So it's not it's not painful, you know. She keeps it. It's it's, it's a good process. But the other thing is, is since she's here, she's local. She's in this area. She can support. She, and about how many hours can they work a week? Uh, all fight as many as they want. Mm-hmm. They could almost be a full time employee. They can. So. The, that's the other thing that Edu staff offered. We, as as a district, substitute teachers haven't been able to get, because they're not full-time employees, to get insurance. Mm -hmm. But EduStaff does offer an insurance policy to the substitutes, and that was a benefit from them that we weren't able to offer. Uh, I'm sure they go through a background check. Yes, Mm -hmm. always, Mm -hmm. yes. All right, and do they need to get a hold of Zoe, or do they get a call call it admin, or how do they... Find but out about both. It's on our website with the contact information. They Zoe will be housed at the enrollment center at Seventh in Kansas. They can always talk to us at the administration building. We've got Zoe's number and contact information to share. All right, sounds great. Let's uh, head over to Dan Turner for a little bit, and uh, we'll spend some time with Dan about uh, oh gosh, a number of things. Since you're operations director, you kind of over the the the, the whole <laughs> the, the whole. It seems like a lot, pie, I guess. Yeah. George, there's a lot of things going on in in my department. And, you know, it's been a year since the uh, bond issue was approved by taxpayers in this district. And I feel like we have a lot of things that have been finished. Uh, we've moved a long way in a short period of time. And we're happy with the progress we have, we're having right now. But we'd like to see everything complete. And it just doesn't work that way. But we're moving to where we're slowly but surely getting finished with some projects and moving on to other projects. Of course, the big one was the improvements at the football field and the scoreboard and the field turf and all that. And so that was uh, that was the big one for sure. It, it was, and I was glad that we were able to get that done prior to the football season to where we could have this football season uh, in the renovated stadium and the new turf with the new track. And, you know, here in the spring, we're going to have the Chickasha track meet again. And so we'll be able to have that track meet uh, with the new track facilities that we have, the field event area, 
and the eight-lane track that we have. Right. So you see the eight-lane track around the football field, and then we see the track and field events. So is that is that that's completely finished and ready to go and just everything's ready ready for some grass to grow i guess out there we're ready we did put some uh rye grass down at Mm -hmm. the field event area this year and and so we're hoping that by springtime we're going to have some rye grass green grass Mm -hmm. that's going to help uh make that a little bit more attractive uh but we're looking forward to hosting that track meet we have a lot of teams that have inquired about coming to our track meet and so we're looking to get back on track and and have an excellent no track pun meet. intended on that. Correct. <laughs> what are some other projects uh, from that bond issue uh, passage that'll be will be coming here in the next uh, few months? Well, we're currently working on our secure vestibules at Lincoln Middle School and Grand. Uh, we're nearing completion of those, and hope hopefully we are completed with those projects by the middle of February at the latest. And things are shaping up. We're going to have new entrances for our students and for the staff and for the uh, parents. And we're actually going to have a place now inside the building where parents can be in out of the out of the weather. And uh, they can check their student in, check their student out. And our students are going to remain safe in the building because there's no access uh, to the building unless they are allowed in by office personnel. And so we're happy to get close to being completed with those. And we also have our new security cameras uh, throughout the district. And that was from a federal grant that we put in for last year. And we were uh, we benefited from receiving that grant where we were able to have cameras installed at every building within the district. And these are cameras that have a warranty of 10 years on them. And so that, that's excellent. And they're of great quality. And I know our principals have enjoyed having these new security cameras uh, throughout the district. I believe the city of Chickasha contracted with that same company to uh, put cameras in throughout that's, all the city buildings. So. That's correct. Uh, these cameras are from Verkata. And so it's a platform where you're able to get on your phone uh, and look. It's all iCloud-based. And so uh, it, it's very helpful you know, throughout, if you're at home and need to get on and look at a camera, you can do that. And, and it's been very helpful. And we're also having our mass emergency notification systems, uh, otherwise known as intercom systems, put in at each building throughout the district. We're almost complete at the high school, and we're currently having them installed at Grand, and then middle school will be next on that list. Uh, these you can also do your bell schedule. All of your bells runs runs through this new intercom system. And talking to Miss Davis at the high school, she loves what she's able to do with this intercom system. And, uh, you know, she can go in and play the fight song anytime she wants to through the intercom system. And, and we have ribbon boards in the hallways where if she needs to make an announcement, she can type the announcement in and it will – it will go across the ribbon board in the high school in the high school hallways and in the commons area as well. That's uh, high tech, no doubt. So that's pretty neat. Uh, Rick, let's talk a little bit about um, um, this week at the school board meeting. Nice contribution from Camino Natural Resources, uh, erasing all the school lunch debt that uh, has accumulated over I don't know how many years, but a lot of money. Uh, had been outstanding, and Camino came through 
with uh, more than $8,300 to, uh, to pay that off. That's pretty nice. I did. It was very nice. Um, so all of our school sites, except for the high school, are on um, basically free lunches. So it was just for the high school. And we had a little bit over $4,000 in outstanding debt. And that cleaned out all those accounts. How many were there? Do you have a number? I don't have a number yeah. specifically uh, on that. Um, I know that the total outstanding balances were around, it was a little bit less than $4,500. So that does leave a, a kind of a surplus mm-hmm. left over there. And we're going to apply that towards this uh, coming semester, should there be any outstanding account balances. Uh, very generous donation. We really appreciate it. Um, and it, we those parents and students were informed via letter from our child nutrition department. And so very grateful for that donation. Um, talk about uh, the the health of this Chickasha School District. And um, I guess when I talk about say that, I mean uh, recent uh, grades were presented to different schools about uh, how they're faring with the State Department of Education guidelines and things. So how did Chickasha fare with that? Uh, we did okay. Um, we're C's and um, I think we're C's and maybe a B. Uh, the, here's the biggest hindrance. We're doing good in a lot of areas, but George, it's, it's, in, it's attendance uh, for kids coming to school is our biggest Achilles heel in all honesty. Um, it is something that was a little bit of a problem in terms of what it is now prior to the pandemic since the pandemic it's nothing but exasperated uh, we seem to have a kind of a mindset that you know school's almost optional or if you you know you don't want to go to school you don't have to go to school um, we have been working with our district attorney uh, jason hicks on this issue of truancy um, we're exploring any and every option that we can uh, we want to promote and encourage those kids to come to school are we were very grateful to our local Rotary Club that uh, rewards kids for perfect attendance. Uh, But we've got to get kids in school. And we need um, parents and guardians and everyone to understand the importance of being in school every day. Not two days out of the week, but every day that the doors are open. Uh, From the beginning of the school day to the end of the school day. Uh, Coming for part of a school day, that's great, but you're missing an entire portion of your day, which is just as important as the part you're there for. Um, not one class is more important than the other, um, but we have got to make sure kids are in school so that they have the quality education that they need. They know those essential skills uh, so they're prepared for the next grade. Uh, they're prepared to graduate. Uh, we talk about the step off the stage. And, you know, kids work and work and work to hear their name called at graduation and to be recognized and get that diploma cover. There's not a diploma in at that point, just the diploma cover and have that picture taken. And there's all the hooping and hollering and celebrating and all that. But when they step off the stage, then what? What's their plan? And we want them to have a plan. We want them to be prepared for it. If it's from going to college, going to get a job, joining the military, going to CV Tech, going to USAO, what is the plan? We want them to be prepared. And the way we can help you be prepared is to be at school. Right. And you want parents certainly to be involved. Absolutely. You have counselors at each Mm -hmm. school to uh, help guide the process. mm -hmm. So we have teachers call, counselors call, principals call. We're trying to do everything we can to help them understand how their kid is doing. And, you know, when a kid misses a day, we're letting you know uh, quickly and immediately. If a kid is tardy, we're letting you know because we want parents to know how their kids are doing, what's going on. And uh, we're willing and ready and able to sit down and talk with them. But that's the biggest thing. You'll notice that on every report card, attendance has got to improve. Yeah, that's uh, strange uh, it, to me. It's not of, just a Chickasha thing. It, right, is, it yeah. is all across the state. It's all across the nation. There have been national reports done 
on just the lack of attendance since school has resumed from the pandemic. It, it It's just the craziest thing to me. Dan, let's talk about uh, uh, a new project that the school district took on this year. We've got some electric school buses. So that was kind of cool. Uh, get a grant, uh, you know, to uh, to get the buses. So give us a progress report. How are the buses doing? Well, I, I think for the most part our drivers like them. We've had some issues with them. And, and when I'm saying issues, it's nothing with the electronics of the bus. Uh, when I say this, we have diesel heaters on the electric school bus. Okay, yeah. So we've been having problems with our diesel heaters. And what we're finding out from the technicians is that when the bus was being built at the factory, no one bled those lines and got the air out of the lines. And so if you have this diesel heater, you know, with basically a pipe with a flame, when that air pocket comes by, it knocks out the igniter, the pilot light, and then you've got to reset it, and it may be five minutes, it goes out again. But we're in that time of season where we have to have these heaters for our students. And uh, so we had a technician in on Friday, and hope I'm hoping he was able to get every one of our issues taken care of. But it's been great having the electric buses. I'm receiving calls. I just took a phone call this past Wednesday from the director of transportation at Lawton, wanting to know how we like the electric buses. They're getting ready to put in for 23 in the Lawton School District. And so we're starting to see these buses come throughout the entire state of Oklahoma. And currently, I think right now in the state of Oklahoma, there's about 75 electric buses, and just from the one company that we were able to get our buses through. And, you know, all of your other companies, they also put out electric buses. So um, so overall pleased with the, the yes, operations? Yes, we're, and we're and happy so. with them. Uh, our drivers, I, I have one driver that's been driving over 40 years, and he doesn't like being with without his electric bus. He likes being on it. He likes to drive it. And uh, so... For the most part, everyone's happy, and, uh, you know, we're very well pleased with the product that we've received and and um, looking forward to what we may see in the future. All right, so we'll uh, – to be determined, I guess. All right, uh, one thing also I wanted to mention, some new playground equipment uh, coming to uh, the elementary schools. The school board just uh, approved the funding for that, which was a bond issue. Yes, project, this right? was a bond project. This was part of the bond project, and uh, last Monday night the board approved uh, ACS Playground Adventures uh, to put new playgrounds in at Bill Wallace, which will be a pre-K playground that will set on the south south side of the building, uh, opposite of where the other playground equipment is. We're trying to get to where these playgrounds are age specific where the students at that school would enjoy playing on that particular structure. We will have new equipment coming in at Grand also and at Lincoln. And, George, we're not ever going to have to deal with the wood chips around the playground area or the black rubber. We're going to have turf, a turf surface for each one of these playgrounds. Kind of like the football field? That's correct. Really? Okay. Well, that's interesting. So uh, what's the timeline on installation? I hope by the time we start school next year that everything will be in place and be complete. 
Swings? Are there swings at the playground or no? Uh, at Bill Wallace, we will have a couple of swings. Okay. And But I do not think we're going to have, with the new structures, swings at Grand and Lincoln. I know there's a safety concern there, but it just right. didn't seem right without having a swing at a playground. I'm sorry. Just, right. you know, now, we grew up in things, a different era, of course. One of the things <laughs> over at Grand is the new design of merry-go-rounds. Merry-go-rounds. It is one of the neatest things I've seen for a playground yet. And um, what I thought I would would have thought swings would have been, I don't know. You could do those before you could do a merry-go-round. Right. But this new design is really neat. It's very innovative. I think the kids will love it. And um, what's different about it? It's enclosed. Uh, it's not like so I, we'd have it's to show you a of, picture. More of an orb yeah. shape, and okay. it's enclosed. Yeah, and it's not directly on the ground and. It, there's a lot of safety features to it, and so somebody that really likes merry-go-rounds went out of their way to design a safe, I guess, insurance-approved mm. merry-go-round. How about kids. that? So, <laughs> it's great. Anyway, it's really neat. All right, uh, graduation is when? It, 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 well, it should be the second Friday of May. Okay, and it'll be at the activity center. I could be wrong on that. I'm not looking at my calendar in my right. hand, but it should be the second Friday of May. Um, they, they're going to check here and confirm that in just a second. All right, about how many seniors do we know right now estimated? Around 170 to that's 175. A, that's a good count. Keeps it's, going up every yeah. year. And um, so it's exciting. It'll be at the Activity Center, 7 o'clock. All right, so it's the third Friday of May on May 17th, 7 p.m. at the Activity Center. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's a special night. Um, the activity center will be packed, but we have overflow preparations going into the auditorium if needed. Another big uh, event is going to be the naming of the district teacher of the year. We've got five site teachers that we are do. candidates. We will do that at the uh, CPS Foundation Gala, which is the first Friday night of April, and it will be at the Grady County Fairgrounds again, as we did last year. We'll also be inducting our athletic, um, uh, athletic Hall of Fame people and our um, district Hall of Honor inductees will be recognized so we'll be meeting soon to determine who's going to be inducted we'll be making those announcements hopefully by the end of this month all right looking forward to that pam anything else you want to add today we've covered a lot of ground so she says no it's good but to be the, a fighting yeah. chick <laughs> that's rick's mantra right, right. <laughs> all right dan appreciate you uh, for coming in today thanks so much thank you for having right. us uh, dan turner rick crosland and pam ladyman with chickasha public school and once again congratulations oh, okay. oh, on that golden donut go, thank oh, way to go dan before we go we've got to give kudos out to your uh, school resource officers because they came up with this idea for the golden the golden donut and dan's the first recipient so congratulations, yeah. I, Dan. I, so. I feel privileged, very <laughs> privileged. And, but you know, it, it, it all boils it's a down. Fun, it's a fun way to recognize uh, the hard work that, and it's it's going to be a traveling event. I guess there's something maybe yeah. every month. But it's for all right. the work that has gone yeah. into making our schools safer Safe. for kids and for staff members. And so while we do a little bit of it tongue in cheek, um, it's really um, it's really a neat thing that um, he has done a lot to make sure our schools are good and safe for kids and for staff members and, and for parents when they come up there. So we appreciate them very much. All right. Again, Rick Crosland, Pam Liedemann, and Dan Turner from Chickasha Public Schools on our program this week.